Welcome to another episode of Norman Student Podcast. Today, I'll be covering 20 questions in internal medicine. Before we kick off, I would like to add that these are factual questions and answers. If you know the facts, you should not miss the multiple choice questions. Also, this way of preparing should not replace reading the textbook. Let's begin. What are the causes of restrictive cardiomyopathy? What are the causes of restrictive cardiomyopathy? And that would be amyloidosis, sarcoidosis, hemochromatosis, scleroderma, um, carcinoid syndrome, chemotherapy or radiation therapy induced, and idiopathic. Question two. What is the treatment for hemochromatosis? What is the treatment for hemochromatosis? And hemochromatosis should be treated with phlebotomy or deferoxamine. Question three. At what age should lipid screening begin? At what age should lipid screening begin? And all persons should be screened with fasting lipid profile every five years, starting at age 20. Earlier and more frequent screening is recommended for a strong family history and or obesity. Question four. What is the effect of thiazide diuretics on cholesterol? What is the effect of thiazide diuretics on cholesterol? Well, thiazide diuretics increases LDL and total cholesterol as well as triglyceride, which is VLDL. Question five, what is the effect of beta blockers on cholesterol? What is the effect of beta blockers on cholesterol? Beta blockers, particular, particularly propanolol, increases tot, um, triglycerides, which is the um, VLDL, and it lowers HDL. So beta blockers can have very bad effect. Um, question number six. What is the effect of estrogen on cholesterol? What is the effect on, of estrogen on cholesterol. Well, persons who are already hypertriglyceridemic, um, triglyceride levels may further increase in these patients who are already hypertriglyceridemic. Question seven. What is the effect of corticosteroids on cholesterol? What is the effect of corticosteroids on cholesterol? Well, corticosteroids can elevate serum lipids. Question eight. What makes up the greater portion of total cholesterol? What makes up the greater portion of total cholesterol? Well, LDL cholesterol accounts for two-thirds of total cholesterol, which means that HDL, HDL cholesterol makes up the remaining third. Question nine. What are some clinical features of hyperlipidemia? What are some clinical features of hyperlipidemia? And you may see um, xantelasma, which are yellow plaques on the eyelids, and also xantoma, which are hard yellowish masses found on tendons such as finger extensors or the Achilles tendons or plantar tendons. And 
Also, you may have pancreatitis from hypertriglyceridemia. So pancreatitis can occur with severe hypertriglyceridemia. Question 10. How does exercise affect HDL? How does exercise affect HDL, which is the good cholesterol? Well, exercise increases HDL. Question 11. Which organ needs to be monitored when a patient is on a statin? Which organ needs to be monitored when a patient is on a statin? Well, um, the liver. All patients should have their AST and ALT measured before starting a statin and after starting a statin. And particularly if there are, there are symptoms of hepatotoxicity. So after starting the, the statin, if there are any indication of hepatotoxicity, definitely um, liver evaluation has to be done. About 1% of patients on statins will develop elevation in AST and ALT um, to the point where the statin needs to be discontinued. Okay, tw tw question 12. Which is the effect, what is the effect of HMG-CoA reductase inhibitors, which is a statin? What is the effect of HMG-CoA reductase inhibitors, which is a statin? Well, the, the, these inhibitors, HMG-CoA reductase inhibitors, they will lower LDL levels, and it is very potent in lowering LDL, and it will minimally affect HDL and minimally affect um, triglycerides. So in essence, the HMG-CoA reductase inhibitors target um, primarily the LDL by lowering it, which is good actually. It, it is the most potent, it is most potent for lowering LDL. So that's actually good in one regard. Question 13. What is the effect of niacin? What is the effect of niacin? Well, niacin lowers um, triglyceride levels and it lowers LDL and it increases HDL. So if you really want to be on a cholesterol medication, niacin is the guy. Niacin is the guy to be on. You see, niacin affects Niacin affects um, triglyceride. It lowers triglyceride. It lowers LDL, and it lowers and it increases HDL. So keep that in mind for the question on the boards, right? If you have a choice, niacin is is your man. Go go to niacin. Okay. Question fourteen. What is the effect of bile acid binding resins, which is um, cholesteramine or um, cholestipol. So what is the effect of bile acid binding resins? And the two types are cholesteramine and cholestipol. So what's the effect? Well, the bind acid, the, the bile acid binding resins, they will actually lower um, LDL 
and increase triglycerides. So maybe that's not the best one to go to first, right? But it lowers LDL and it increases triglycerides. 15, what is the effect of fibrates? And the example is um, um, gemfibrozel. So what is the effect of fibrates? And the medication of um, choice here is gemfibrozel. And that actually lowers the um, triglycerides and it increases HDL. It lowers triglycerides and increases HDL. So that's not a bad choice either. Um, question 17, question 16. Which cholesterol lowering medication cause pruritus? Which cholesterol lowering medication cause pruritus? And that would be niacin. So the side effect of niacin, as good as it is, the side effect is pruritus. Question 17. What is the most potent medication to increase HDL and lower triglycerides? What is the most potent medication to increase HDL and lower triglycerides? And of course, that is niacin. Niacin is the most potent agent for increasing HDL levels and lowering triglycerides. So for the exam, niacin is the guide to go to. Question eight, 18. What is the first line therapy for lowering cholesterol? What's the first line therapy for lowering cholesterol? And that would be the first line therapy is weight loss, aerobic exercise, glycemic control in diabetics, and low fat diet. So again, the, the first line therapy is not medication. So the first line therapy is the, um, lifestyle modification, which would include um, weight loss, aerobic exercise, glycemic control in diabetics, and low-fat diet. And question 19, um, what is the most common secondary cause of hypertension in young women? What is the most common secondary cause of hypertension in young women? And that would be birth control pills. Birth control pills are the most common secondary cause of hypertension in young women. And the last question is, define essential hypertension. Define essential hypertension. And that is essential hypertension is hypertension without identifiable cause. It applies to more than 95% of cases of hypertension. Well, thanks for listening. And remember, hard work pays off. So until next time, this is Norman saying, your brain is a fertile field. Be careful what you plant in it. Good night. Thanks for listening to Norman Student Corner Podcast. Follow us on Spotify. Anchor, Google Podcasts, and if you're on Apple Podcasts, hit the plus button on the top. Stay tuned for another episode. Remember to listen, study well, take care.